Hello everyone, welcome back to, you know, your favorite in the life of a conspiracy theorist. I am your host, Eric, and we're going to talk about, let's sit on it for a second, sink it in, the economy, and how great and wonderful it is. On my podcast, I'm actually on the road at the moment, I gotta tell you something, I actually have pretty much like a compact car, um, as a nice gas tank, typically I used to be able to fill it up for about $15, $20 tops. 20 would be tops, and that would be if I was, like, almost on the E. I had to get gas just a little while ago, this past day, past weekend, to fill up the car. It cost me $40 to fill up my gas tank. And I was in the state of South Carolina on my way back home, so I can only imagine. Only imagine how high our, our freaking gas is going to go up. I saw a speculation that we could be seeing almost a whole dollar increase before the middle of June. Let that sink in. We have an economy that is clearly failing, and I gotta tell you, it is orchestrated. Absolutely, positively orchestrated. Because the reason why I say it's orchestrated is that you had 9-11, we were attacked, towers came down, if you believe that we were attacked. We were attacked, either way you can say it, whether it was, you know, inside or outside, nobody knows. For certain, everybody can speculate, and we all pretty much know what really happened that day now that we're kind of waking up to the truth of the, the matter, and that's why I want to talk about the economy, is so that you can wake up to the truth. Let's just take a look at the economy, and let's go slow. We had the event, the horrible, horrible event that took place on 9-11, and it hit one of the, the, the biggest states, one of the uh, an icon into the eyes of millions of people through movies or commercials or whatever. And yet, the economy kind of was shaky, but it balanced back out. Then in 2008, you had the Too Big to Fail campaign that was done by, first, was done by George W. Bush and his watch under 9-11. and says that he was hiding how much uh, our infrastructure financially was collapsing and he was essentially saying he was hiding it for the next president to take over and I say I call BS on that because as soon as Obama comes in we have this thing called the too big to fail campaign too big to fail campaign and what does that mean it means that they have to bail out the big businesses and all of a sudden, they're sending out these stimulus packages to the gov- uh, to these CEOs, and they're lining their pockets, getting fat and happy, while we, the American people, are paying for those. And just to me, you would think that the economy would be hit there. That interest rates should should have shot up when we were sending out trillions of dollars to these people that was supposed to do a trickle down effect that never actually took place. But yet, the economy stayed fairly okay. You had a little bit of gas price, gas scares during that time. And yes, gas kind of went up for a little bit. But gas, as soon as they hit the reserves, gas came back down. So everything seemed to be all right. The Federal Reserve was like, we're still strong. We're okay. Then all of a sudden, you have another president comes in. and He's got this whole, Obama's whole thing was make a change. Another one that has a cool slogan that comes into power is this, let's make America great again. And so all of a sudden, 
for four years, the economy is looking really good for the United States. I mean, really good that it was affecting other economies such as China and Russia and all these other countries were uh, not feeling the, the, the great money that America was so willing to just throw out there because the American people, hey, we were just going to eat it and just keep on eating it and keep on eating it and keep on eating it. So all of a sudden we have this takes place. And when we have this, the economy's going good. Gas prices are coming down. Food is not as expensive anymore. You're getting to be able to stretch your dollar as far as you want to. I mean, I have a friend that could sit there and swallow a quarter and crap out 25 pennies because he's a penny pincher. He actually will. But now you go to a store that's called a Dollar Tree. Understand this. I don't know if you have this in your states, but there's a, there's a company that's called Dollar Tree. And ever since I was a kid, the store's always been a dollar. Everything in the store's a dollar. Well, my wife was wanting some bouillon cubes, and so I was like, well, right here, I know we can get some. So I pulled in and went in there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, everything's a dollar and a quarter. I was like, you're no longer a dollar tree. You're a dollar and a quarter tree. Not everything in here is a dollar anymore. Let that sink in. Something that's about probably 30 years in its existence and everything's always been a dollar is now a dollar and a quarter gotta say the roads that i'm on right now are some horrible roads you can probably hear them but let that sink in all of a sudden we are now in an event where 25 cents has gone up for this company it's always been for over 30 years a dollar we're all feeling it. We're feeling it at the pump. We're feeling it at groceries. We're feeling it when we try to sit there and figure out if we're going to go to work. And here's the thing that I believe is what happened is that all of a sudden we had the pandemic take place. And in that time that the pandemic took place, all of a sudden everybody was home. And then people started realizing, wait a second, we don't have to really live off of two incomes. We just cut out the fat. And if we cut out the fat... Oh my God, you mean I can stay home and not to pay for a daycare center? And all of a sudden, you have people, married couples, were now able to make the decision that one would work and the other one would stay home. And everything was fine. And it was working. But see, that's not what they want. They want you to be completely, I can't say the word, but completely in shackles to finances. To the point that you're willing to sit there and see that new iPhone. You're going to run out and get it. You got to get that new PlayStation 5. You got to get out and get it. Got to get the new Xbox. Got to get out and get it. Got to get that new uh, Mustang. Got to get out and get it. Got to get a new charger. Got to get out and get it. Got to get the newest car on the lot. Got to get out and get it. But all of a sudden, when COVID happened, all of a sudden, all that stopped. And people started recognizing, wait a second, I don't have to get another car I can actually drive the car that I have and I can own it and I could drive it to the wheels fall off and then get a new car lo and behold let that just sink in for a second and that's what was going on and taking place and happening and so with this you're seeing this 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 new mindset that wait we don't have to have two incomes to be able to survive now, the global elitists, they don't want that. They don't want that. That's why they did away with it during uh, the Second World War. That's the reason why they've pushed this envelope for so long 
to force people that both parties has to work if they want to succeed. If they want to have anything in their life, they both got to work for it and they got to die for it and they've got to work 30 years, 40 years for a company and then if they're lucky, they don't get laid off right when it's time for them to retire because they're the labor. They're the labor force for the global elite. Well, they saw that we were all here realizing, wow, we don't have to keep living like this. And not only do we not have to keep living like this, we can actually spend time with each other and enjoy each other's company. So for me, I look at it going, okay, you had an event called 9-11. You had a too-big-to-fail campaign. Yeah, let's make America great again. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, when you they were showing that more people were staying home and that a two income was now going to a one income, they had to hit you. They had to hit you where it hurt. They had to hit you at the gas station. They had to hit you in the food because those are the things that they knew you have to have to be able to, in this society, live. So they raised those prices on purpose to get you to go back into the labor force so that you can get and grind your life away for 20 to 40 years for a company and not see jack crap really after you have to retire. Because typically you're so stressed out from the job that you're working that when you do finally retire, your health goes to crap. People have heart attacks. People have strokes. People have all kind of medical issues that take place and happens to them when they retire. While they're working, they don't take a sick day. They work. They work. They got to do that. They got to grind. And they got their boss going to grind them on them. Because they've got a boss that's going to grind on them. And you're supposed to provide and give and help your your, your family. You're doing this for your livelihood. And then it's, it's literally stripped away from you because of your health. You can't even enjoy your retirement because now you have an oxygen tank. Or you're in a wheelchair. Or you have a poop bag. Something has happened to you medically that you can't succeed or even enjoy the last few years you have after grinding so hard for this corporation. You can't tell me this isn't orchestrated. You can't tell me this wasn't planned. You can't tell me the global elites, when they met at the Burger Group or they met at whatever secret little location that they all go to, that they didn't sit there as they're drinking their favorite uh, alcoholic drinks and eating the flesh that they want to eat, sitting there making themselves fat and happy, go, uh, well, we got them to be scared about this, this pandemic. Got them scared about the pandemic, but gosh knows, man, they're not as stupid as sheeple. As we thought we, they were, we thought they would automatically go back into the grind as soon as the, the veil lifted and all of a sudden everyone could go out in public again and go off and shop again. Well, they say that some of these people have decided, no, they're not going to do that. They're going to just have one person go and work and they're going to cut other things out. That is what and why I say this whole thing was orchestrated from the very get-go. They want you in the workforce because they want you to be enchained by the money of the workforce. And the only way they could get you to go back to having a two-income family 
instead of a one-income family is they hit you where it would hurt you the most, at the gas station and at your grocery stores. You can't tell me this is not orchestrated by the global elites. When you have your 9-11, the too big to fail campaign, let's make America great again, and then all of a sudden, a year, a year after this president's elected, who barely, I think, has pooped on the Pope, that doesn't really know his butt from a hole in the ground, all of a sudden, the economy is now, inflation is going in, and gas prices are going, and yet he's not willing to tap it to the reserves so that it would help the American people's pockets because it's not supposed to guys is to force you to go back into that labor and to grind he could give us relief all he would have to do is tap into our reserves and we would be have a little bit of relief from the gas that's not the plan so it's up to you as an individual do I keep grinding in this type of environment that is completely and absolutely the thing that's to keep me in chains or do we finally say hey you know what I don't want to be in shackles anymore I want to be free only you can answer that for yourself I know what I had to do to be free and as always you got to pay attention to your surroundings you never know what lies in the corner y'all have a great one and please think on this